Welcome to Women Rise. What makes me qualified to talk about how women rise? I'm a woman, living, breathing, experiencing. And the mission of this podcast is to empower businesswomen to take inspired action to elevate their lives. I'm your host, Melissa, and today we're going to talk about getting outside of your comfort zone, specifically why it's good for you and how to do it. So getting out of your comfort zone is more than just a meme on Instagram or a phrase that people love to throw around. It's a powerful practice that can dramatically change your life for the better. And to be honest, I'm pretty shocked I haven't done a podcast episode on this before because it's pretty much my mantra for life. I am constantly throwing myself into new situations, new social groups, new activities that scare me. I've gotten to a point after moving across the country multiple times on a whim, (laughs) quitting jobs that didn't serve me, and starting a business that I'm actually just used to being afraid. And I've transformed that language of fear into excitement. So whenever I get nervous, I start saying out loud, I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited. And it's not because I'm crazy. It's actually because it processes the exact same in your body. Fun fact, your nervous system does not know the difference between being afraid and excited until you decide which one it is. You have the power to transform every time that you are afraid into excitement, simply by saying, I'm excited and redefining what that feeling is in your body. So let's talk about five reasons why you should get outside of your comfort zone, right? What is the reason? What is the purpose behind this fear that we now transform into excitement? Well, first, it helps you better respond to stress. Taking on things every now and then that scare you shows your brain that there's nothing to fear, that you'll be fine on the other side of a little stress and that it's worth it. Second, it builds confidence. When there's an element of uncertainty and you don't know what's going to happen on the other side and that you're necessarily going to be better than you were before, you'll have the confidence to take opportunities to kick things up a notch when something has the potential to be amazing. But if you're constantly in a routine and not just a morning routine, right? Those are great. But if you're in like a day after day routine where you're not doing things that push you, there will be extra undue stress and fear that will keep you from taking opportunities that could be really wonderful for you. And third, it improves productivity. From a scientific standpoint, when everything is going smoothly, your brain just doesn't want anything to change, right? When your needs are met, you have zero stress and your brain recognizes that your body is surviving. It's a recipe for just steady performance. But if you really want to maximize your performance and be better at the things that you do, you need change. The little burst of healthy stress from stepping outside of your comfort zone doesn't just create a hurry effect. It actually improves things like focus, creativity, working memory, task management. And if you don't have those external pressures nudging your performance just a little bit, you have to impose that little bit of extra stress through getting outside of your comfort zone, right? So that constant push, especially if you are an entrepreneur like myself, you need to be doing things outside of your comfort zone because you don't necessarily have the the work environment or the colleagues or like the social pressures always, right? And you may have other forms of stress in your business, but they aren't necessarily the healthy kinds of stress. 
So that's what I'm encouraging here. It's not just doing things that, that scare you constantly, right? You don't want to shake up your nervous system all the time, but having that regular outside external stress is actually a good thing. And fourth, you'll meet new people, right? Who knows? You might even make a new best friend, find a significant other, or meet an inspiring group of people that really open your mind in ways you never imagined. We get stuck in our friend groups for years, and sometimes, you know, it's great to have that that base, but sometimes you just need to shake things up and to meet new people. And fifth, You might find a new hobby or interest that totally captivates you, that feeds your soul. So I can speak from experience on this one. I really push myself to try something new essentially every month, right? And it's usually in activities, sometimes it's taking a trip, but usually it's trying a new activity, it's taking a class, it is going to a networking event. And back in July, just this last year, I decided to take this workshop just because it was coming up. I had planned on, you know, going back to doing salsa dancing because years ago I had done it and I'd fallen in love with that art form, but then I just sort of let it go. And so I thought, okay, maybe I'll start up salsa dancing again. And when I was going to sign up for this workshop, I, I saw that there was another workshop being hosted that same weekend for something called Zook. And I was like, oh yeah, you know, I, a friend of mine had, had mentioned Zook like months ago and I'd heard that it was really fun, but I had no idea what it was. So I decided on a whim to try this two hour <laughs> kind of introductory class to Zook and completely fell in love with it. So for those of you who've never heard of Zook, it's a Brazilian style of partner dance that is incredible. And after that one workshop, I literally (laughs) reached out to the dance studio where I teach dance at to change which nights I teach dance to be able to take this class. And then it completely took over my life. I went from taking it a class once a week to staying there for three hours for the practica, for the social dance, to doing it on the weekends, to traveling to Seattle to take a three-day workshop right? And I had no idea the way that this art form would make its way into my life and become my new favorite hobby. And if I had not on a whim decided to take that dance class, I wouldn't be where I am now in this new incredible community doing this new art form that has inspired me in my work life. Now that I have this consistent outlet again, where I'm really excited, I'm learning something new, I'm building new neural pathways. I'm better in every other area of my life. Truly. So now that we've talked about the benefits of doing things outside of your comfort zone and you've gotten a a quick introduction to Brazilian Zook, which is my favorite thing currently, let's get real. How can you get out of your comfort zone in a way that helps you rather than putting a ton of undue stress in your life? So if you're not like me and you're not consistently doing things out of your comfort zone that scare you a little bit, taking, you know, a new class every month might be too big of a commitment right now. So I've devised a list of eight ideas for ways to you can for you ooh, excuse me, for ways that you can consistently get out of your comfort zone. That was a tongue twister. That may not just be taking a class, right? So something that might be more manageable that you can fit into your everyday life. So number 1, drive a new way to places that you normally go, like the grocery store. Take a scenic route one day. Number 2, Ask for a project at work or a contract that you're not 100% sure that you can accomplish. Number three, talk to a colleague or someone in a class that you take that you don't normally 
talk with, right? That you don't normally meet with that isn't in your, your core group. Leave your core group. Go talk to someone new in an activity or a place that you normally go. Number four, take an art or music class with a medium that you've never tried. Number five, pick an activity that you like doing solo and join a meetup group that does that activity. Number six, choose to confront a fear, right? So maybe it's public speaking, maybe it's heights (laughs) and make actual plans to face it, whether that comes from hiring a coach or a mentor or signing up for a class that makes you face that particular fear. Number seven, ask for something that you want, but you don't think the other person will necessarily agree to. Number eight, be like me. (laughs) Try a new activity that you've seen before and maybe you've dreamed of never dreamed of doing, but you've seen it and you really think it's a beautiful activity or an art form, right? So there are plenty of other ways outside of this number eight. You can do all sorts of things that push you out of your comfort zone, but pick one, pick one that you've heard today, whether that's driving a different way to work, talking to someone you don't normally talk to or doing an activity and make plans after you listen to this podcast to actually do it. Sometimes I find the best way of getting out of my comfort zone is to tell someone close to me that I'm going to do it. Making that verbal commitment to someone in your immediate friend group that wants the best for you can be an incredible way to get a little bit of extra push to make sure you do it, right? Because it's easy for you to end up listening to this podcast, getting really fired up, thinking, yeah, that sounds great, and then going back to your routine because that's what your brain wants you to do. It wants you to stay in homeostasis. It wants you to stay in the status quo because that feels safe. But it's our job to train our brain that going outside of our comfort zone doesn't mean life or death. It doesn't mean we're going to get eaten by a bear, right? We don't need that fight or flight response every time we do something new. And the only way to teach our brain that it's okay to do things new is to do things that are new, (laughs) right? So I encourage you, after listening to this podcast, pick one thing that you can do this week that will push you out of your comfort zone, and then let me know how it goes, because I am always available to you, especially over Instagram or whatever medium you're listening to. So you can find me on Instagram at at missb.moves, so that's M-I-S-S-B period moves. I would love to hear from you. Tell me how it goes. Tell me what new activity you're trying and I will see you next week. So until next week, you badass ladies, keep moving and shaking and check back next Tuesday at 9am for another episode of Women Rise.